welcome to Finale Rally, where we watch the series finale for a show that we've never seen before and try to figure out, well, just what the hell is going on? My name is Garrett. I'm Ben. I'm Gabby. And we together are the Finale Rally Sallies. Uh, Ooh, nice your, inflection. Your hosts for this uh, tour day television. This week, we watched the series finale of a little J.J. Abrams show called Alias. Yeah, the J.J. Abrams joint. The J.J. Abrams-Jennifer Garner joint. Joss Whedon? No, no, not Joss Whedon. Drew Goddard, Joss Whedon's partner in a lot of stuff. I thought Joss Whedon also had something to do with this. I might think of Firefly. Amy Acker, who is in this episode as the girl that's afraid of snakes... Is a, often in J- a Joss Whedon's productions. So Joss Whedon had nothing to do with Alias? <sighs> I mean, it seems crazy. I think probably... I don't know. Because Amy Acker is like one of his actresses that he uses all the time. And Drew Goddard, who wrote the episode, is his buddy. Wow. We've got a lot of a lot of facts about Hollywood already. Are J.J. Abrams and Joss Whedon just stealing people from each other? Does anybody know if the first or second J of J.J. Abrams... Stands for Joss. Joss Whedon and Abrams. The second one stands for Josh. Yeah. Josh, Joss Whedon, Josh Abrams. Yep. Uh, we okay. solved it. So, um, our first segment of our podcast is what did we know about Alias before we began? We just watched the series finale. Ben, what did you know about Alias? A nude star, Jennifer Garner. Yes. Future Mrs. America. Former Affleck. Yeah. And I knew it starred Victor Garber, who's like a Broadway guy, mostly, I think. Is that the guy with the ears and almost balding? <laughs> the guy with the ears, yeah. yeah. He's a no, distinct looking fella. he's not balding. Victor Garber's a hottie. Oh, maybe he's not balding. But he did, does definitely have ears that are distinct. Yeah, he has distinctive ears. I do very much remember a guy with ears. And <laughs> I think that he, they had kind of a stage. A lot of gay rumors about Victor Garber. Oh. Are they rumors? I thought he was just a gay guy. Is he a gay guy? That's the rumors he's not gay. No, I'll tell you when it's my turn, I'll tell you the rumors. Okay, well, um, so you knew that those two were in it. I was pretty sure that he was gay. <laughs> in, and in Alias? Not in the show. Okay. I think he's her dad in the show. And I especially think that having watched the finale. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. I knew that it was created by one of those guys who does Star Trek or Firefly or, you know. You're talking about uh, Joss Whedon, Josh Abrams? Yeah. You're hurting me right now. <laughs> one of those guys. No, I knew it was J. Abrams. J. Double J. <laughs> J. J. A. And that she's a spy or something. And that's, I guess, pretty much it. Hmm. That's about what I knew about it. I knew that Jennifer Garner was in it and was a spy. I didn't know the other guy. I still don't oh, know. Oh, and I knew guy. her name was Sydney Bristow. Sydney. Oh, you knew her name was Sydney? Mm-hmm. Wow. I knew. The, a lot of the ads for the show mentioned her name. I knew that she had. Um, like, different colored hair. Yes, she would always wear wigs in the commercials. Oh, is that what? It was wigs? Yeah, she was always wearing wigs in the commercials. Okay. And I knew I knew all that, and I knew that Bradley Cooper was also in the show. Not in the finale. Not though. in the finale. Turns out. But he was in the show. I don't know what role he played. Small role, I think. And he does or does not have ears? He has ears, also. Okay. He played Barista And four. the rumor was... He and Victor Garber were hooking up at that time. What? Are you you claiming on this podcast, are you coming out saying that Bradley Cooper was gay? 
I'm saying Bradley Cooper and Victor Garber had a rumored romance. Wow. Rumored romance. Heard it here first. This could be a new segment. Ruro alert. Where I tell you guys fun facts about rumors I've heard about these shows. A fun fact rumored romance? Hollywood Scoop Corner. A Foo Fat (laughs) Ruro? That's the big scoop. The big scoop is not the Ruro itself, but that we have a new segment called Foo Fat Ruro. (laughs) Which is fun facts, romantic rumors with Gabby Dunn. So anyway, that's that's my contribution. And is that the only fun fact rumor romance that you have? Also, oh uh, no, that's not. You're, you're right, Ben. Also, Jennifer Garner was dating Michael Vartan, who plays Vaughn at the time. Oh. And I knew that that guy was in the show, but I forgot his name until I saw it in the credits and heard them say it on the show. Wow. But they were dating pre-Affleck. That's pre-Fleck. Pre-Fleck, pre-fleck. <laughs> as we call it. Yeah. So that's two. Fufaruros. <laughs> I'm our, full of them, for guys. For the price of, I would say, zero. Because we were not expecting guys, to drop any Fufaruros. Call me us weekly, because I got the celeb goss. Okay, so um, moving on to the next segment. Again, it's Ben, Garrett, and us weekly. <laughs> um, basically, now we'll describe the plot of the episode. Now that Fufaruros is over. <laughs> I'm so uh, glad to get my own segment. So... I think this will be a quick one, summarizing this episode. Basically, we open up Jennifer Garner's lying in a snow pile. Um, like somebody who... No, no, no. First, she's... Oh, wait. Is she in the snow first? I don't know. She's a little matter. kid she's first. A little it's bouncing kid, back and yeah. forth between flashbacks and present Yeah, day. she's a between little kid. Affleck's? Like Ben Affleck's? Like, Guys. Is that the Fufaruro? <laughs> if Jennifer Garner hears this, she'll be sad. We're talking about her ex-husband a lot. If Jennifer if, Garner hears this, she'll be sad that her life has <laughs> taken such a dark turn that she's, that she's li- listening to free podcasts. Okay. Is, does she listen to pay, paid podcasts? Yes. She listens to Marin only? She, yeah. She listens to Howl Huge Premium. Howl Premium fan. Uh, um, so, yeah. So, then she's a kid. Then she's like, fell in the snow or something. So, she's in the snow like a... She's dying. Like a narcoleptic making a snow angel she's just lying in a snowbank um asleep somebody repels down she's in like a canyon wakes her up it's Uh, michael vartan michael vartan okay uh basically they decide they have to go to mongolia they do there's some people like typing in a yeah there's a bunch of hackers (laughs) man hacking that was a buzzword at the time right it still what is. What a buzzword that, that was. In an age of Mr. Robot, hacking is more a buzz than any words I can think but of. But I think at the time, people in shows just said hacking and they didn't know what they meant. When was Swordfish? That was a big hacking movie. Oh, uh, yeah. You mean Password Swordfish? Yeah. Uh, Early 2000s? I can look it up, but I won't. Anyway. <laughs> I admire your self-restraint. <laughs> so I'm going to say 2003. Let's, let's deal with the flashbacks of this episode first. So oh, yeah. Jennifer Garner is a little kid. Um, her mom dies. Okay, there it Car is. Car accident. Car accident, right? She's dead. She will be dead for the rest of the series. Maybe. Then... Um, she builds a tower. She builds like a little tower that looks like a very easy sort of three-dimensional puzzle. Looks like a, like a 15-piece puzzle that she assembles in her 15 dad. 15 is way too many. It was like eight pieces. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it turns out it's a test called the Indicator. And the dad, Victor Garber... Used it to decide who could be spies. And apparently... He claimed not to be able to do it. (laughs) Yeah, he couldn't do it himself, but he's in charge of choosing 
who can be a spy based on this <laughs> because he's like wow this is the hardest thing I've ever seen anybody who does this can be a spy <laughs> then like eight year old Sydney's just like no big deal yeah, and BD and probably anybody in her class could have done it so <laughs> So oh, it was that she doesn't know what she wants to be when she grows up. So we flash forward a little bit. She's in, like, college. She's going to UCLA or some mm-hmm. Los Angeles school. And her friend's just like, hey, we're going to a party. She's like, I can't go. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. It was and a party in Silver Lake. If party in Silver Lake. Uh, Los Angeles, Angelinos will know the neighborhood of Silver Lake. Uh, that's where this party was happening. And Silver Lake is a happening area. I think we should spend 20 but minutes now. It was talking probably about at Silver Lake Ramen where no. the party was. She said a club in Silver Lake. Not a thing. Okay. There's. What, Los Globos? They were going to Los Globos? <laughs> That's Echo Park. See? Okay. Anyway, so then. Uh, okay. And so basically she just becomes a spa. Oh, she gets a job at a bank and her dad's. It's not a bank, it. it's a fake bank. Oh. Yeah, I think I, th- I thought that it was a fake bank. Yeah. But, well. Because he says, oh, really, you're working at Bank Delphine. And he knows, because he's in the CIA, that that's fake. That's what you're supposed to tell your family that you're doing. Right. That's why there are so many people that work at Bank Delphine. Does she not know that he's in the CIA at that point? I think so, because he's on the phone, and she comes in, and he starts lying. He's like, yes, I will get those shirts or whatever. It was, like, very obvious lying. And he's, like... Completely bare chested, and you like don't buy at all that he would be talking about shirts. Interesting that he begins the episode or talks to her when she's a kid, but like, wow, you could be a spy now. And then he's just like, not that I would know. <laughs> this is the only way to determine whether someone is a spy, and I have this in my house. Anyway, spies? What spies? She can't tell him that she doesn't really work at a bank. So, I mean, it, be kinda, it becomes clear. Oh, so, well, she also gives him cash? Yeah, does, this, wa- does the CIA pay in cash? Yes. And she went, oh, well, she cashed a check at Baked Delphine. Oh, okay. And and they she, gave her just like, I don't know, $20, $100 bills yeah. or something. <laughs> I feel bad that we are ripping apart Drew Goddard's probably excellent script. So, I mean, it was a fine finale, I think. Yeah. Do you Spoiler think in alert. the script it said she holds up twenty hundred dollar yes. bills? Like yes. it's a like fucking Price is Right, crisp, <laughs> crisp hundred dollar bills that were just minted. One of the better finales so, that we've seen. All right, that's like her backstory. Fast forward to present day. Uh, again, spoiler alert, which this whole podcast is. <laughs> but she becomes a spy, and she's in the snowbank. Somebody wakes her up after giving her CPR. It's fucking Vaughn. Vaughn. I don't know who that is. She goes to Mongolia. Okay, and in Mongolia, so the bad guys, basically. They have two yeah. They have two objects of interest. One is a hangar full of nuclear missiles. Correct. And the other is like a Pokeball. Yeah, the Pokeball. <laughs> that they call the artifact. Yeah, the artifact. And the Pokeball seems to be of more interest. Um, so here's what the thing is. I didn't know that Alias was a show that had magical realism elements mm-hmm. at all. It's, I thought that, it was a true? true spy. The guy talks to his dead daughter. Well, I know this episode had it, but do we know that there were other magic things? It's kind of like an Indiana Jones thing, right? Where it's like mostly real and there are Nazis running around. He but the- was immortal. Well, yeah, that happened, but same with Indiana Jones. I just thought that Alias was a straight... I thought it was a procedural about spying. You thought it was a procedural? Now, I see that it's this weird fucking J.J. Abrams magical realism bullshit. So it's like Lost, where it's just... It reminded me of Lost. It probably started out normal, but it was like, there's actually magic stuff afoot. It started with magic. 
And J.J. Abrams would never stoop to procedural. Can I just say that that's lost made me not trust anything. Like now a show like <laughs> Alias, I would not trust it because I would like watch, start watching it if it came out now. And then they would be like, oh, maybe there's magical realism. And I'd be like, I'm out. You've destroyed the reality of this show. I don't trust shit anymore. I just want a regular spy who lies constantly. <laughs> I that just I can trust. Yeah. Um. All right, fair enough. Anyway, so, so what happens then? Ugh, some bullshit with Balthazar Getty. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They're chasing after this artifact in Mongolia, but they just immediately figure out where everybody is. Oh, yeah, like, they kidnap oh, Amy Acker. Him. He's, in, he's in Mongolia, and now we're just suddenly in Mongolia. Mm-hmm. They kidnap Amy Acker, and she tells them some stuff, because I guess the blonde girl who's working with Sydney is <laughs> is her old best friend, so she, like, knew that she was afraid of snakes, so then they put snakes on her. I thought, a brilliant way to avoid showing our heroes as torturers. <laughs> more, more Indiana Jones imagery, though, being afraid of snakes. I can't. So... But they came out definitely having tortured the shit out of her. Oh, yeah. yeah, but they, like, don't have to, like, you know, bend her fingers back or whatever. Yeah, it's just like, ew, gross. Right. So slimy. <laughs> I don't like it. I'll give up all of the information. So they instantly appear in Mongolia. They shoot a bunch of people. It turns out, who's the bad guy? The guy with the orb? Balthazar so, Getty. Balthazar's, Balthazar Getty Sloan, is... Sloan, I think they called him. His name's Sloan, but the Sloan, actor is like Balthazar an, Getty. Like an entourage? His name is Balthazar? What? You guys don't know this actor? Am I crazy? Hold on. He's just the guy who looks like Bob Balaban. Yeah, so the Bob Balaban basically <laughs> is in a mine. Balthazar Balaban? <laughs> he's, he's, in, he's in a mine in Mongolia. He's talking to the ghost of his dead daughter. And there's this... Who helpfully tells us that she's the ghost of his dead daughter. Otherwise, we'd have no idea who this chick was. Well, that and the uh, creepy effect that they were putting on her voice to make it echoey. <laughs> yeah, it was really kind Oh, of no, Balthazar Getty's the British guy. Oh, what the fuck is this other guy's name? Okay, so somebody not Balthazar I think it's Joel Grey. What? Okay. He looks a lot more like okay. a Joel Grey than a <laughs> Balthazar Getty. So, an older Joel McHale... Which one of the people? That's Balthazar like. Getty. Oh, Joel Gray. Okay, another Broadway actor. Which I think that Victor Garber probably brought him in, right? Ugh. All right, we've kind probably of through fucking. I mean, we've derailed a little bit. <laughs> Fufa Rubro. <laughs> we're all we're all, all the characters are in Mongolia. Um, I saw Joel Gray in Wicked. Okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> in it or at it? No, in it, like playing the wizard in Wicked. So, I saw Michael Keaton or Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta Jones at just at Broadway once. Like they were in the audience. Michael McKeon? Yeah, Michael McKeaton. (laughs) (laughs) What a brilliant actor that would be. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. So, then in Mongolia, um, in Mongolia, so Michael's going to shoot. Okay, so, well, he's in this tomb and like the Pokeball is like hovering over a shrine and another like. Like or a dodgeball, basically, is dripping blood into it. Um, Ju- uh, Garner, Jennifer Garner, comes in and just like, I'm going to shoot you. And he's like, don't. And she just dives for the ball and like gets it. And then there's sort of like a Mexican standoff there where people... Yeah, because they're going to shoot Victor Garber and Vaughn. <sighs> Are we sure his name is Victor Gar... No, Victor... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy, the guy with the Pokeball the is guy. Joel Gray, okay. noted Broadway actor Joel Gray. So noted Broadway actor gets Joel McHale's sh- name is Balthazar Getty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is funny for nobody listening. Yes, it is. I think it's, it's probably pretty funny it's for very Balthazar funny. Getty. 
and Joel McHale. I find it super funny. Longtime fans of the show, Balthazar Getty and Joel McHale will be tickled by this episode. The trick is we always refer to people by their actor name or what actor they look like or their character's name or what we think their character's name is. <laughs> Usually interchangeably. Yep. So anyway, then Joel Gray shoots Victor Garber. He, he like falls over, presumably dead, in a pool of blood. Jennifer Garner is just like, oh, sh- oh, what's her? What? Her father dies. Her father's also yeah, shot. Shot shoots the father, and then she He's shoots dead. Joel Gray, who falls into yeah. the pool. So the father's dying, and he says, like, you have to dun dun dun, stop your mom. So it turns out her mom didn't die in that car accident. Her mom's been the bad person all along. But she's also not surprised by it. Yeah. We it, were surprised. We, the people who had never seen an episode of the show were very surprised. <laughs> everybody, everybody seemed like they knew the mom was a bad yeah. guy for yeah. like two seasons. So probably what wasn't, a twist for us. Wasn't a big reveal <laughs> for everybody but us. There was a pretty good thing where it was like, this guy's working with someone else. And then there's a slow reveal where we see a woman's face. And it's like, wah. And we're just like, oh, what are that is <laughs> basically nothing means anything to us. Although we did think it was her mom, we guessed. Oh, that. true. We did. We sort of sarcastically, yeah, jokingly, guessed. like, "Hey, it's probably her mom." Uh, anyways, so the dad, the dying, his dying breaths, tells Jennifer Gardner, "Go stop your mom." She's like, "Okay," and she like basically is instantly where her mom is. Well, first she gets in the car or whatever after he says that, and he uses all of his strength to stand up. And then he's just like, bye. <laughs> but then he limps into the cave. I almost cried about that scene because I don't like think sad things with parents and kids. He's a Broadway actor. He's good at... I know. He's very good at what he does. Okay. Oh, goodness. So... He's a Broadway actor. He's really good at very small, close-up <laughs> moments. <laughs> That's what they're known for. Their subtlety. <laughs> so... Do you think Victor Garber ever sang on the show? Yes, I think there is a birthday party scene. Oh, where nice. he's a jolly good fellow. <laughs> no. This was before the trademark for "Happy Birthday" ran out. That's so true. They had to use. So they sang that "Happy Happy Birthday" from the Friday's crew. We <laughs> wish it was our birthday so we could party too. Hey. And then he was like, "That's beneath me. I'm a Broadway star." Anyway. So. I don't even know beneath him, Bradley Cooper. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't even know any of these actors we're talking about, except for Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Gardner. Ben and I are having a great time, and Garrett's having a terrible time. The sound of that slapping was Gabby and Ben giving each other stupid high fives. <laughs> okay. So, Jennifer Gardner immediately is in the building where her mom is. Yep. Apparently, there's no security there. Um, they start fighting. Her yeah, she just Jennifer Garner just walks into rooms. She's like, "Well, I better go confront this person," and then she just walks in. Instantly, is there? Yep. So Jennifer Garner's there. She says, "Mom, come on!" And her mom's just like, "No, I've always wanted power." They start fighting. Her mom says, "I've always loved you," which is why it sucks. I gotta kill you. <laughs> which is why I'm stabbing you with these glass shards. <laughs> they fight. Anyways, the mom gets thrown onto a glass skylight. Um, and then the mom basically has a choice. She can go to safety to Jennifer Garner's hand or reach for this orb, the Pokeball, which is with mm-hmm. her, um, which apparently means power or something. We, we kind of missed that by Literally watching. no explanation. I think it's just immortality. Yeah. But it was the guy who fell in the pool of blood. He is, we're about to talk about him waking up from it, but was it the blood that came out of the orb? I don't know. Because the orb is long no, gone. it's right. always immortality. It seemed like it was like the slime from Ghostbusters 2. 
That's what it reminds. So maybe that's maybe this always... is in the same universe as Ghostbusters Two and Indiana Jones. I hope so. So, Why is it always immortality that they want? It's the only thing that matters. Ugh, okay. Immortality and sex. And, Great. Um, so Both are revolve around lasting a long time. Yeah. For some, for Ben. For, for man of Herculean sex, Ben. I mean, that's the aspiration. <laughs> so the mom obviously chooses, tries to choose immortality. Jokes on her, she falls through the glass window and dies immediately. Anyways, the guy who got shot in the head back in Mongolia, who fell into a pool of blood. Joel. Joel. We watch him as his bullet wound heals itself. He gets up. Well, his skin heals, but the bullet is the probably still inside his brain. His brain's probably just n- munching on that bullet, being like, yum, 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 because he seems unaffected by it. He still has full mental capacity. This is, once that happened, I was like, fuck you, show. <laughs> So you're like, I'm not watching any of the episodes that come after this. Lost-ed me. <sighs> All right. They've lost me and they've lost-ed me. Simultaneously. Go Jennifer on. Garner's dad, also bleeding out but not healing from immortality, stumbles in just like, if you're going to live forever, you're going to live forever down here. He detonates a grenade. Basically, a big rock falls on this immortal guy. So he's just sort of stuck there for the rest of his life. And forever, I guess, because he's never going to die. And his ghost daughter. And his ghost daughter's just like, fuck you, man. I'm not hanging out down here. Um, and then we sort of fast forward a little bit, and Jennifer Garner's living with what's his name, Raul. Raul. What? <laughs> Who's Jennifer Garner's? Paolo. Paolo. Powell. What's his name? Vaughn. Vaughn. <laughs> so Vaughn. Okay, hold Jennifer on. Garner. I'm about to make this so much worse, and I'm so sorry. So the actor is Michael Vartan, and the character is Michael Vaughn. Okay, so Mikey V. Mikey V. Um, is living on the beach with Jenny G. <laughs> and they've got a couple of kids. A guy stumbles up. A guy they knew comes up and just like, hey, you guys want to take a walk on the beach or you want to re- become spies? And she's like, maybe. And they take a walk on the beach. Jennifer Garner's got a daughter and her daughter assembles that same puzzle. Ooh, that Which uh, seems like it has fewer pieces again, at this point. Yeah. They're like six pieces. <laughs> they've like glued most of the pieces together so that they'd be able to reassemble it now that they've moved houses. Uh, she assembles it, and then she's like, instead of showing my mom, I'm going to destroy this thing. So it looks like I'm an idiot. <laughs> so she, like, knocks it over, and then they go for a walk on the beach. And then... Did uh, you say that Dixon shows up? Who's that? The black guy. I said the, a friend. I didn't mention he was black. Oh, because it's... Garrett doesn't he really has see that. <laughs> one last job for her. Yeah, maybe. It's maybe. probably going to be one of a lot of jobs. Um, Even though she's a mom now of two... Anyways, they go for a walk on the beach, and then there's a thanks for five great years. Uh, your best friend, J.J. Abrams. Uh, and that's it. That's the end of Alias. Yep. So what um, What did you, based on the finale, what did what, you think of the finale, I guess, Gabby? I thought it was one of the better finales we watched. Wasn't overly sentimental or anything. That's true. For having a lot of, like, family dying. Yeah. Too sentimental. It wasn't like, and now we're saying goodbye to everyone. Like, it would have been a good episode by itself. Ben? Yeah, like, kind of not a lot happened, because there were so many flashbacks Mm -hmm. that they were working with. Yeah, a lot of flashbacks. It kind of was almost weirdly a good finale for us, because they explained so much about how she got to her job, like, how she got there at the same time that she's, like, getting ready to leave it. Yeah. And so it was kind of almost basically a complete story. Yeah. Because, from our perspective. 
And so it was kind of weird because it was sort of a beginning and an end without much of a middle. Mm -hmm. And we saw, because we saw so many of those, we saw her as a kid. And then, um, I I don't know, like the the story as a kid. scenes of her as like a teenager and college student and stuff. It wasn't very captivating. It was just like, oh, you're smart. You're going to be a spy. And she's like, I don't know what to do with myself. I guess I'll be a spy. But like, you know, any sort of grounding in that universe, that was, that was appreciated. Um, is, um, yeah, I mean, that's it. Uh, do you have any guesses as to any um, previous plot lines that maybe happened? Obviously, there's something about this Pokeball orb thing and maybe other artifacts. Do you think there was an artifact every season? This ran for five seasons. I didn't know that it was magical at all. That's true. I thought it was kind of like a perfect dark if you ever played that game on Nintendo 64. I did not. It's like kind of like a... I basically always assumed Alias was perfect dark, the, the show. Um, I was hoping that it was like real like real spy situations that could really happen with like nuclear weapons and like... like well, there Homeland. were nuclear weapons. Like Homeland. They were going to blow up London and Washington. With a goddamn... With nuclear weapons. Pokeball. No, with the nuclear weapons that they had in that garage. Yeah, what happened to the nuclear weapons? Oh, yeah. Did they ever sort that Why out? Why were yeah, so they doing that? They like At one point in the finale, we sort of didn't talk about this at all, but all of the satellites are sort of falling out of orbit, and that's going to help them. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's the countdown clock, and the one guy, Mike, 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 Mikey, Mikey V, he's like, I'm going to shoot you until you tell me the code. And the guy's like, all right, fine, I'll tell you the code. And then it just cuts to the guys going, that was the code. Hey, cool. The the system is not going to explode. We did it. Yeah. That's about it. What, um... There's definitely some stuff with the mom. Oh, yeah, because like, the mom had been Oh, revealed. yeah. When that was you... a whole big reveal probably in season... There were five seasons? I've yeah. been in season four or oh, you don't three. Think that was season one? That they revealed the mom was alive? Definitely not. Oh, okay. Maybe season three. Yeah. Having Later. The, having the mom alive feels... To me, unless we didn't know that that guy was her dad, and that was the big season one reveal, that seems to me like what you pitch in the room. What do you mean? When you're selling the show to Oh, that the ABC? mom is... Oh, that it's like re- a, a father and daughter working for the CIA, yeah. and the mom, who they thought was dead, is like... Is the main is dad the guy. main villain. Or it's they're working together, and we don't know that it's her father. Or she doesn't even... No, she knew she was her father. <laughs> we saw these flashbacks. I've, guys- seen, I've seen this guy before at home. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this the guy that lives in my house? <laughs> what a sport I saw him pouring me cereal for 12 years. Did you guys <laughs> ever watch The Blacklist? No. no. Did you? That would be maybe another show. No, I've watched The Blacklist, but I think I'm not caught up on The Blacklist, but I think Jack... What's his face? James Spader... Is her dad. Robert is secretly her dad. Oh, I assumed that. Do they not say that in the show? I forget. <laughs> I saw ads for it and I assumed it. Yeah, I think he specifically asks for this. To one. work with her, yeah, and yeah. I think he's her secret dad. So that would have, if that was the thing of Alias, it, they would have already had that show. All right. So I think she knows Victor Garber's her dad. Okay. Yeah, I think so too, just based on all the <laughs> facts that we see them Do you think together. Bradley Cooper's character was named Tom? Because in the beginning of this episode, they say Tom didn't make it. Like, and that's who they kill off in the penultimate episode. Oh, I didn't. I mean, it depends if he has a big role or not. Maybe he was just in like was one he season. Oh, he's got a seasons? big role. Are we going to yeah. get sued? <laughs> got a big role okay. in Victor Garber's butthole. Who's going hey. to sue us for a podcast that nobody's ever heard? <laughs> um, or Will here. <laughs> I'm not saying they had an affair. I'm just saying it's a rumor. It's okay. a rumor. 
Aruru. So, Wait, so do you think Bradley Cooper was in for multiple seasons? I think he was in a lot of it. Pretty sure. Okay. I mean, when do you think she started falling in love with Michael V? Later in the show? Yeah. I, he kind of didn't seem to me like he was in the beginning of the show. Yeah. I think he is in the beginning, and then I think he goes away for a season and then comes back. I'm not... Every white guy in this show that wasn't her dad just sort of ran together for me. Yeah, they all kind of looked They the all same. looked like that same Joel McHale, Bob Balaban yeah. type. <laughs> Speaking of the Bob Balaban guy, there was a flashback that made it seem like he was her old boss. Yeah. So he went from being like, you know, probably one of the main characters who's like on a her good side. good guy to a bad guy. And then there's guy. a whole plot line where they find out that he's bad. Yeah. So they were reusing the like people... You know who are good guys turning bad. I guess that's... Yeah, that's spying. Yeah, that's, that's what spying, what spying is. is. I guess everyone's just bad. No better example of that than the person who you thought was your mother is still right. your mother, but also bad. But she loves you. But she still loves her. If if she has to kill you, that's too bad. What other magic things do you think happen? Oh, wow. So we've got immortality and, and healing from bullets. Uh, Seem like... There was sort of an Indiana Jones thing where they're probably looking for trinkets and stuff. <laughs> looking for little doodads. Why yeah. are they looking for trinkets? I feel like I remember clips or, you know, commercials of this show where they were in, like, uh, pyramids and stuff. They're down Ooh. down in sort of cellars and dark hallways. The CIA doesn't go looking for doodads. I bet there was, like, a, a magical doom... Because this was, like, an immortality thing. So I bet there was mm-hmm. a magical doomsday device of... Like, if we drop this into the French catacombs, then all of Paris will sink into Atlantis. Who has time? Well, that's luckily not what Jennifer Gardner said. She'd probably <laughs> save the day. Yeah, she had all the time in the world. No. Yeah, according, she didn't have immortality. She did have two babies. Ugh, just boring. Show me real CIA stuff, you know? <sighs> what, you think that's less boring than magic? Magic? Think about all the paperwork. Yeah, I want to see them doing paperwork. Do you think the CIA, the real CIA, has, like, paperwork for things that can only be explained by magic? Yes, have you not seen the X-Files? I have not seen the X-Files. Yeah, neither of us have. No one watched The Blacklist or The X-Files? Ben and I have not watched... You're ruining the podcast. Yeah, you guys suck. Um, Now is the time of the podcast, a very important time of the podcast, um, which is where we guess the plot of the pilot episode... Favorite part. And then we lock it, and then we're going to watch the pilot and then see who got closest. So, who wants to go first? I think Us Weekly over here should go first. <laughs> us Weekly, will you go first? The pilot is... Um, I think we start and she's already a spy. And we, like, see her do some kick-ass fighting and she's wearing, like, a cool wig. Nice. And then, and then you go back, and it's like, and this guy is like helping her, and he's like really tough on her. And then, like, end of Act One, she's like, "Ugh, my dad's such an asshole." And you're like, "That's her dad!" Wah, wah, wah. And then, <laughs> um, and then she's like, I think she has starts probably having like a fighting um relationship with Michael Vartan, but then it kind of. Mikey V. But then it kind of seems like they might like each other, but they're sort of like adversaries. But mm. par- they have to be partners, but they like don't want to be partners. Um, what about the coop? Um, I think the coop plays a nerd. Here's my guess. I think the coop plays a like techie guy. 
I don't know what else happens. Probably some like some fighting and saving the day and stuff. I bet it was the pilot was sold on like a look at this kick ass woman like post Buffy kind of whatever the fuck. <laughs> sold on like damn Jennifer Garner got tits. Post nine eleven Buffy or whatever the hell. <laughs> Victor Garver got ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you go. Ben. Well, first of all. I think that it starts on Victor Garber, and he is a, I want to say a postman, and he's uh, been working in the post office for nigh (laughs) on 12 years. Ooh, almost almost halfway to pension. Uh. Almost a baker's dozen of years. (laughs) Uh, But he decides the life's not for him. Uh, He's uh, sick of the daily grind. And so he wants to get in the spy game. So he has a daughter <laughs> and becomes a spy and teaches her about spy stuff. Flash forward uh, 21 years later. She's uh, 21. <laughs> and it's time for her to be a spy. But So she works at that bank and then she goes to be a spy at the spy place. But twist, she has to share a cubicle with her dad. And that's way too close for comfort. Guys. Do they still live together? (laughs) No. (laughs) She actually had purchased his house uh, so that he wouldn't have to will it to her when he died. And they could circumvent some of those uh, estate taxes. All right. Very good. Guys, I have some bad news. I... (laughs) Are you spoiling? We haven't even locked the pilots yet. Let Ben no. finish his pilot. Okay, sorry. No, no, no. Finish Let's your the bad news. <laughs> not, that guy's not Joel Grey. That's not Joel Grey? No, it's another Broadway actor who looks just like Joel Grey named Ron Rifkin. That Ron does, Rifkin? That does sound familiar. Completely Who's, different. What person. does Joel Grey look like? Exactly the same. <laughs> Let's see him. Joel Grey looks exactly like Rod Rifkin. It's bananas. Each successive name that we attribute to this guy is more appropriate for how he looks. How is this not the same person? Oh, wow. That guy does look very similar. (laughs) It's the same. That guy's bald. How is this not the guy that we just watched? He's bald. That's him. No. That's like the same amount of hair as the other guy. He kind of looks like David Wayne in that picture. Stop it. He kind of looks like Joel McHale. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I'm freaking out. All right. So Sydney and her dad, uh, Jidney, are sharing a cubicle (laughs) and uh, they get assigned the big task. The big job. Guys, guys, I have more news. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I found a picture of them together. (laughs) (laughs) We'll post this on the forums afterwards. (laughs) I can't believe. So, they're working in the same cubicle. They get assigned the big job, which is to go (laughs) to uh, Australia to find a fur trapper. Down under. <laughs> Down under uh, <laughs> the ocean, they call it. Atlantis. <laughs> and uh, they do it, and everyone's pretty happy with what they did, and they both quit. <laughs> <laughs> the post office? <laughs> no, they already quit the post office. <laughs> they quit the CIA. <laughs> they quit fur trapping. <laughs> All right, Gabby, you've got more news. Let's hear it. <laughs> 
you have more news? I can't read that. Us Weekly <laughs> with a scoop. Listen. It's like they keep putting out issues. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to cry. <laughs> She's already okay. crying. Okay, wait. Joel Grey returns to television this season as a mysterious doppelganger on the ABC series Alien. <laughs> <laughs> it's a It's harder to look like the guy we Grey has shot three episodes. His character is an, an episode titled Another Mr. Sloan. <laughs> Ron Rifkin has played Sloan since the show's premiere. That's so funny. It's like oh, it's like Ocean's Twelve. I'm casting Julia Roberts as a Julia Roberts lookalike. Ben, is that, does that conclude your pilot guess? Yeah. So the end of the episode is them uh, trolling Wikipedia for little tidbits about their favorite actors. Okay, guys. All right, my pilot guess. What about you, U.S. World and News Report? <laughs> <laughs> News and World the Report. Top schools this year, which is the only thing that publication is known for, Mr. Wall Street Journal over here. Um, all right, uh, the pilot opens with Jennifer Garner on a building at night. She's up top. Nobody knows how she got there, but she did. Kind of like Catwoman. She's wearing a wig, a, a pink wig. Uh, like Catwoman. Like Catwoman. That. That trademark pink wig. She um, breaks into a building like a cat burglar. Um, she gets caught. Bad news. She's caught. She's dead. End of episode, Basically, right? She's dead. But wait. Nope. The C- it turns out it was a training mission set up by her taskmaster father. This uh, is the exact opening of Archer. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean they can't do it. It's a gender-swapped Archer. Um... Uh, <laughs> And, um, so, uh, she gets oh caught. Oh my god, is Archer a gender-swapped alias? No, it's the opposite. There's what no magic. It's exactly what you want. Ooh. But the mom is the... Mallory Victor Garber? <laughs> no, even better. It's Arrested Development's, uh... Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> no! Dame, Dame Judy Pluth. <laughs> it's um, Jessica Walter. Exactly. Basically, Jennifer Garner's dad thinks that she's not ready for the field work, but... The guy who he's going to send out gets kidnapped. She has to go solve the case because there's no other agents. Turns out he was a double agent. Her she dad? Has, no, no, the guy, the guy who, she, who her dad thought got kidnapped. She um, neutralizes him, but he gets away, and he's the main villain during the first season. And what is his name? Bob Bala Pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bob, true. That's Bob, Bob Pants. Bob. I have, Pants. I have one more fun fact before we go to watch the before premiere. Before we lock the... Okay, let's hear it. One of the reasons for Joel Gray's casting was because Ron Rifkin is often mistaken for Joel Gray. <laughs> this is according to whom? <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Wikipedia. All right. The two have both appeared in the musical Cabaret. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Well, uh, it's about time we lock our pilot guests. Locked. <laughs> um, so, uh, Ben, if you'll help me with this key. Oh, well, before oh. I do, I'd like to throw one last guess in there. Ooh, good, good, because we almost locked him up, and you couldn't change it after we locked him. Right under the wire. I think that at some point, Jennifer Garner is eating her trademark 
grilled cheese sandwich. And that's a motif throughout the series. <laughs> All right, bold guess from a bold man. <laughs> now, if you'll help me with this key. All right, the pilots are locked. Uh, time for us to go scurry back to the living room and listen, and we'll be right back. And we're back. All of us. All of us here together. We're back again uh, after watching a 66-minute long pilot episode of Alias. Um, Wow. I I really enjoyed it. I had a great time. It's not time for that yet. Okay, sorry. (laughs) I had fun. The first thing we do is discuss the plot of what we just watched. And boy, 66 minutes long. Backs a lot of... Stuff. A lot of things happen in it. Uh, okay, so... Sydney's in grad school. Sydney's in grad school. She's also a spy. Also a spy by night. Um, she's, she's got a boyfriend. Oh, fiancé. Fiancé. Guy proposes to him, her. She says yes. She. They take a, a steamy shower together uh, she, in which she confesses to him that she is a spy. Turns out, big no-no, because while she's on a trip to, quote, San Diego, a.k.a. Taiwan... Or Taipei, Taipei. Um, which is a city in China? No, it can't be. Hong- is that a city in Hong Kong? Taipei? It's a city in Taiwan. Yeah. Oh, Taiwan. Is that not... So, in a sense, you were right. Okay. What you said Yeah, before. you were right. You were right. Um, so, um, basically, while she's there, um, the agency that she's working for, which we think is the CIA, turns out is not the CIA, is like a, a sort of secret third party group um they go and they kill her fiance because he knows and that's a risk she meanwhile goes to this party in taipei takes a bunch of pictures um especially of this like sort of hook thing that is kind of like a magnet i guess yeah it seemed like a weird magnet um she comes home discovers that her fiance is dead she gets pretty upset about it um, Rightfully she, so. Yeah. She disip- she doesn't go into work for like three months, and that makes the agency decide that they want to kill her. They try to kill her unsuccessfully, um, though they're actually about to do it in a parking garage when up pulls her... Dad! Her Victor air- Garber! Her airplane part selling father. Turns out he's not an airplane part salesman after all. He also works for this dark organization the alliance he tries to get her to get on a plane to switzerland she respectfully declines instead asks bradley cooper well first he tells her that they're not actually working for the cia oh that's true they're working for like an evil organization she thought she was working for the cia he's the one who explains to her that she's not and she's like oh shit i've been working for the bad guys this whole time yeah yeah that's crazy so she, knowing that she's working for the bad guys, goes to Bradley Cooper, who's like her good buddy, mm-hmm. um, asks for her, his sister's credit card and passport. passport um, and, and then she dyes her hair pink to look like that. She matches girl. Bradley Cooper's sister's hair, goes back to Taipei as Bradley Cooper's sister, <laughs> breaks into this place where she had taken these photos steals this thing that's levitating like a, a, a 
ball of red liquid, basically. Pretty similar to the ball of red liquid being yeah. levitated in the finale. Yeah, it seemed very similar to the finale. If yeah. you don't mind my saying. So, uh, sounds like JJ knew what he was doing this whole time. I mean, let's not... I don't know if that's true, but I was surprised to see that kind of, like, foresight. True. He at least knew... Well, it's not foresight. It's hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> he made it look like the thing from the pilot. He did tie it all together. When they made the finale. He's like, I'm sure or I'll find it. Or what if it's a through line? It could be a through line. It's a different red orb, though, right? But the orb falls into liquid. The idea of I think it's very it. similar. Yeah. It's probably, I think it's probably connected. Anyway, she steals the thing that's levitating this ball, goes back to her old job, the people who tried to kill her. She just go, walks in yeah. to the the like director of she, this. She, I guess, flew looking like that. Yeah, with like she's missing some teeth because when she was stealing this thing, she got caught. But then she sort of noodles her way out of it. Noodles yeah. her way out of it by killing people. But, um, <laughs> but first, lets them take one of her teeth out. At least one of her. At least one tooth. We don't know how many. She's got quite the swollen mouth. Yeah. Um. She None go- of her Jennifer Garner patented front teeth, though. <laughs> so okay. So. She, she goes back to this this organization, goes just walks into this place that tried to kill her, sets this thing on the desk of the director, says, I'm back, but I'm taking a week off. And he's just like, all right. Because <laughs> she has midterms. Yeah, she's yeah. got midterms. And he's like, okay, I will do no more he's investigation. He's like, oh, yeah, that's the premise. Yeah. You're in grad school. You're a student. Um, turns out she skips out on these midterms and instead goes straight yeah. to the CIA where she's just like, I want to tell somebody at the CIA that... Yeah, she walks this. in the front door with her pink hair. And her swollen fucking mouth looking like a, a train wreck and says, I want to talk to somebody important at the CIA. And she does. And Confesses, she, writes out a confession to Greg Grumberg and Mickey V. Mickey V, Mikey V. Whatever, Mikey V. <laughs> Mickey Mike. And um, writes out this confession, basically saying everything about this secret shadow organization, saying she wants to be a double agent. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't quite trust her. Well, Mikey V does. Anyways. The, Greg Grumberg, I think, doesn't have any lines. He doesn't give a shit. He gives her an He's extra the, pen. In every pilot of every show that's ever been made. And, and he's the pilot, best part of Heroes. In, a, in the pilot of J.J. Abrams' other show, he plays a pilot. So a lot of oh, pilot, yeah. a lot of synergy. Yeah. Um, so the this pilot ends on Jennifer Gardner going to the grave of her fiance, laying some flowers down. She turns around, her dad's there, and her dad says he read the confession that she just gave to the CIA. So it turns out he's a double agent too. Yeah, when she said, you're just trying to trick me, like, I knew that he was the other agent, right? Yeah, because there was a conversation with the guy at the CIA. Was his name V. Stimiano? Okay, yeah. And <laughs> Sorry. And he said, he let slip, he said it would be nice to have another double agent. And she's like, oh, you're just saying that to make me think that. Right. But he wasn't. He was telling the truth because it was her dear old pop. Mm-hmm. Happy runs betrayal runs in the family, um, and so looks like Sydney and her dad are on uh, quite the path that ends up leading to um, 
Sydney's dad dying. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> series finale. I mean, man, she's like really upset about his death, and in the pilot, she hates him. Yeah, they're so not over good five friends. seasons. They must have learned to love each other. So remember that, kids. If you have a bad relationship with someone, wait five all years. Takes is five short years, and, <laughs> and, then, and then you'll be episode. sad to see them die. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's the pilot. We did a pretty. Good job summarizing that. Quickly. I mean, it was like so much, but I really liked it. Who do we think won? Gabby, I don't remember your prediction. I predicted she was going to be a cat burglar. <laughs> like, <laughs> she kind of was. I predicted she was going to be 21, which she was. She was in grad school, to. so pretty young. <laughs> no. Young grad school student. <laughs> I didn't really. I just predicted what would happen in the beginning. I think Garrett won. I think let's I was. Say, let's, let's say Garrett let's say won. Garrett won. All right, thank you guys. Um, that feels really, really good. <laughs> Here, here's the prize. An Archie comic you already own. <laughs> we can't say Archie on the podcast. That's a copyright rule number one of podcasting. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you can say anything you want about Hollywood actors and what they've done to <laughs> each other, but you can't say the name of a single. You can say whatever you character. want as long as you make sure to caveat, put the caveat that it's a. It's not Archie. A fufa ruri. Fufa ruro. Whatever. Anyway. Um. All right. So. Bradley uh, Cooper's in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Is, which is a good segue into our next segment. Okay. Who is your favorite character in the series? Uh, ben, why don't you go first? Oh, no. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I will say I did really like the like the Asian guy who's her captor mm. in the the pilot. Oh That's really He is really adorable. <laughs> I like when he almost catches her and then she pretends to be a southern belle who is looking for the bathroom and then she compliments his tie, and then he goes like, oh, and he like straightens his tie, yeah. like, ooh, this girl likes my tie. He gets a huge hard-on for Jennifer Garner and lets her <sighs> slip past the first time she comes to take pictures mm-hmm. of, of his the second lab. time he takes her tooth. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I did... Men, am I right? <laughs> she was very good, uh, Garner. She and was. And speaking of the, the tie thing, she did a good job of like, Whenever she was doing espionage stuff, she would just, like, add extra details. She would, like, pepper the person with details and make them not notice. Yeah, confuse them with information. Like, she did that when she was pretending to be the girl with the pink hair when she was showing her passport Mm -hmm. to the the plane attendant woman. She was talking about all these lipsticks, and she added, like, a mole to herself Mm -hmm. and to the picture. And, yeah, said the thing about the tie and just, like, added the southern accent. It's like a cool espionage tactic to just like add a ton of information. So for somebody whose favorite character was the Asian man, you sure did compliment Jennifer Gardner's character a lot. <laughs> well, I began that by saying, in all seriousness, Oh. or I implied, in all seriousness, uh, she was she was great. She really was. Gabby? Yeah, I was going to agree. I think Sydney was my favorite character. Oh, Sydney. She wasn't that interesting in the finale, but the... True. The uh, the first one was. What yeah. Called the pilot. The pilot. I liked her. The episode numero uno. Yeah. I liked her a whole lot. Yeah. The, the new moon. And it's like really good acting from Jennifer Garner, which is crazy. Cause is she not known for good acting. I mean, she, she acts she kinda, like she likes Capital One. She plays a good yeah. prostitute and Catch Me If You Can. Well, she kind of that's yeah, but she kind of does like these schmarmy, like feel good movies. She has a movie coming out that I think someone in a studio blackmailed her into doing, 
which is, is about like another Christmas movie. It's called like Miracles of Heaven or something. Oh God! And it's like it's literally it's from the people that did that movie about the kid who like died for four seconds and came back and wrote a book. Like okay. I swear, it's it's like a fucking Kurt Cameron production. How oh, many God. kids have died for four seconds and come back and written books? Like five. It's like it happens every like five years, right? right? Every so four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. Like she's in one of those, which I think probably she like owed someone a favor or whatever. But like, if one of those kids ever come back and been like written a back of like, oops, I did it again. I died again. A kid back. Again. I thought you were gonna say a kid dies and then he comes back and writes a book about atheism. I thought you were going to say it comes back and writes just a novel, like an unrelated book. <laughs> Hop like, on Bob. And then on the back of it, you know, the the author book jacket's like, oh, by the way, like, he died for four seconds as a, as a child. He now lives in New York City with his wife and two children. Um, okay, well, since obviously Jennifer Garner was the best character, I'm going to say who my least favorite character Ooh, was. I like that. Which was the guy who plays, like, the Q the guy oh, who basically yeah. gives them the spies their gadgets. Oh, yeah, but that was definitely that guy's audition. Uh, he like, had, he did that in the audition, and they were like, yes. He had, like, a four-minute-long spiel that was just <laughs> so it was so hard to listen because he's just got this stuttering, just like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, good. But Jeff that was a pretty. character choice, Garrett, yeah. and I think he really, like, was, like, proud of himself for Absolutely, it. he did, but, like, Jay And it was did. his only thing in the episode, and going forward, it's like he's a you know a character who has more stuff to do Absolutely. it's just very yeah it was very like this is my audition it was exhausting i don't think yeah. i took a single breath during his he talks about this lighter for a minute and then talks about this lipstick for another minute and a half and it's yeah just stuttering garbage and i hated him <laughs> Go he's on. pretty funny on hello ladies Did you oh see that? Oh. Steven the movie or the series uh, both starring okay. two crushes of mine Steven, Steven merchant and kyle mooney Oh, Kyle Mooney's in that. Oh, yeah, yes. he's great in that. Oh, maybe but this guy out. plays the wheelchair-bound friend. Oh, oh yeah. Interesting. All um, right, next, next segment. Next segment is Would You, you had a fun fact. I did? That was you, what you just said. Oh, I thought you said I had to do another one. No, you like, did it. You got oh, one. You had a foo-fa. I don't know. You had a foo-fa. Fact. It wasn't a ruro, but, but it was But it was a foo-fa. <laughs> I can spin it into a No, ruro. don't. Leave it. <laughs> Wait till you have a real one. Oh, oh my god. It. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry, listeners. Me. Wait till you have a real one, Ben. Okay. Um, a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you watch this whole series? Gabby, you seem to really enjoy it. I would watch it. Okay. I loved Buffy. And Buffy is Joss Whedon's masterpiece, and I loved Buffy. And this reminded me of a post-9-11 Sex in the City Buffy. Answered, like... I think that it has the same kind of like girl fo- girl power kick. In the beginning, she talks about how she thought her home ec teacher was sexist. There's just little things that I was like, oh, this is, yeah. Like, this is I was happy. <laughs> it's like, good. yeah, this is post 9-11. <laughs> no, I just mean that it was post. like, oh, we're hacking. We're spies. There's like foreign enemies. We're like, I don't know. It was like stuff that people, like, I think it was like, I hate to say they got lucky, but like... <laughs> I'm going to try to lean into the fact that this whole podcast <laughs> always is a reference to 9-11. Because television changed. Okay. 
All anyway, of America changed. I think it was interesting because a lot of it was like this sort of Dawson's Creaky kind of music, this sort of like Sex in the a City lot of kind of like music is me, like Sex in the City sort of like girls are like you know feisty too. I don't know. I it was like a lot of things that um, yeah I would be very interested in. Ben, would you? Care to see more Alias? If Alias were on television today, would you watch it? I guess that's what we should be asking. Yes, I would. I would. If Alias were on today, would you watch it? What network is it on? It's a Netflix series. It's a Cartoon Network original. (laughs) Garrett. It's a Netflix series. It's it's you know what it is? It's fucking Jessica Jones. I did watch Jessica Jones, so isn't this similar? Yeah, I guess I've answered my own question with another question, which is, didn't I watch Jessica Jones? (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's fair enough. I think we got a good answer out of Ben. Um, I would not watch it. Yeah, because you're a misogynist. No, not because I'm a misogynist. Because you're pre nine eleven, you piece of shit. (laughs) I can't get past. I refuse to acknowledge that nine eleven happened. You're living in a safe little bubble. Yeah, really. The you world. and your Clinton administration bubble. We live in shades of gray. <laughs> 50 oh, gray. are the bad guys in fil- in film still Asian and not Middle Eastern? No, Go kill Russian. yourself. They're all Russian still. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's part of Asia. Great. That brings Ooh. us to our last... What? Points to bear. Our to last bed. segment, uh, everyone's least favorite segment, if your name is Ben. Plugs! Hey! <laughs> Gabby, do you want to plug anything? I want to plug that movie, Miracles of Heaven, <laughs> with Jennifer Garner <laughs> and some kids. Um, and I want to plug my Twitter, at Gabby Dunn, and my Instagram, at Gabby Road. And also, I want to plug um, Googling Victor Garber, Bradley Cooper, and reading all the gossip. Hmm. The Goss Whedon? Goss Whedon. Oh, my God. That's my new... That's my roller derby name. That's like Perez Hilton. You yeah. You start, like, a site. Goss Whedon. It's just like for gossip that. about stars that nobody cares about that like, are in the Joss Whedon universe and J.J. Like Abrams universe. underappreciated yeah. stars from canceled TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, what's Nathan Fillion up to? Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. We're going to say Nathan Fielder. He's up to a... Oh. Just got renewed, picked up for a fourth season today. Nathan, for you. All hell... Guys, wrong Nathan. Okay, go on. Ben, I have a feeling I know which Nathan Fielder starting show you're going to (laughs) plug. That's right. John Benjamin has a van. (laughs) Was he in that? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Really? I haven't seen it. That was a long time ago. I thought Nathan Fielder just sort of burst on the scene with his show, but... Nobody's ever just burst on the scene, Garrett. People have been working for years and years. Yes, except for Lena Dunham. Unless you knew Judd Apatow. What about McLovin? He burst on the scene. Yeah, but is that true? I don't this know. is for another day. <laughs> go, go, go. Uh, I guess I will... Ugh. Plugging's the worst. <laughs> I'll plug uh, the... The postcard that's sitting on top of our fridge that's like gathering dust. That's from our roommate that used to live here. All right. So if you guys are out there, you can pick up that postcard <laughs> um, at our fridge, wherever our fridge is sold, which was Best Buy. <laughs> That's true. Um, I'll plug an upcoming, although when this is released, maybe it's already been released, J.J. Abrams flick called Star Wars. Uh, go to the theaters and, and catch this flick, you know? It's not often we go to the movie houses as a family or as at all anymore. So, you know, support your local theater. Especially if you live near the Vista, 
which is our local theater of choice. You seeing it at the Vista? I don't think so. My roommate <laughs> was supposed to see if they sell tickets, but he didn't. Well, I hope he sent you a postcard from wherever he is. <laughs> um, that'll do it for us Finale Rally Sallies. Um, thank you for tuning in, and until the next time we ruin a show for you, goodbye. Ben, take us out. Good. Bye. Finale Rally.